Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in to you guys. have found me at my little corner of the internet. This is Off the Bench with Heidi St. John. And today is Wednesday, August the 18th. And today I've got an awesome guest on the show with me. This is Off the Bench Wednesday, I'm calling it today. You guys know that I'm interested in your stories. And today, Levana Loma is going to be on the show with me. You guys are going to be blessed and encouraged to see what this fierce mama is doing for freedom in the state of Hawaii. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Washington State was once admired for its public schools, its thriving economy, the safety of our cities, and our raw natural beauty. People wanted to move here. Now they want to leave. The truth is the radical left has been chipping away at our great state for a long time. They spent literally the last 30 years dismantling brick by brick the very virtues and values that made Washington state a sought-after place to live and work. The Democrats' assault on public safety through the demonization of police officers trying to do their job is threatening to our peace of mind and to the safety we have long enjoyed in the district. In fact, the disastrous policies of woke bureaucrats have emboldened criminals by allowing them to avoid conviction and incarceration. I've had enough. We can do better The dream that Martin Luther King had for this country is quickly fading as once again, we're focusing more on skin color than on character. Have you had enough? Because the left is just getting started. Our constitutional walls have been breached. Even our Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms is being threatened. I've had enough. This must not stand. It's time for a change in leadership. And the only way to combat the bold, hostile takeover of our American way of life is to elect bold leaders who love this country and are willing and ready to fight for her. I'm Heidi St. John, and I'm running for Congress because I know that together we can turn the tide and restore America to the values that have made her the greatest nation on earth. If you've had enough of weak Republican leadership and dangerous Democrats, I invite you to join me in the fight for the soul of America. There's no time to lose, and I'm just getting started. This ad was paid for by friends of Heidi St. John. So thanks for tuning in today, you guys. Before we get started, a couple of important things I want you guys to know about. Uh, We are going to be finishing, not finishing up, but we're going to be doing our uh, our third installment of 40 Days for Prayer in, in Clark County that's happening at Church on the Rock at 5 o'clock in Battleground on the 21st. I'm going to encourage you guys to come on out. And it's really just an appeal to heaven. We're just saying, Lord, we need your help. We've appealed to the government. We appeal to the medical establishment. Uh, all these people are failing us. Our education is, is failing us, our education system. And so we are appealing to heaven. So if you guys are anywhere in the Portland, Vancouver area, we're going to ask you to come on out and join us as we appeal to heaven. So that's happening this Saturday, the 21st from 5 to 6 p.m. And then on Sunday, I've got a volunteer picnic happening if you're interested in my run for Congress, which of course you are interested in my run for Congress. Uh, Come on out. All that stuff is up on my website. All right. I've got a wonderful guest on the show with me today. And I want to, I'm going to, you guys are going to be encouraged because Levana's story is like many, many, many of the stories that I'm hearing from men and women around the country, mothers in particular. The mother bears are mad and they are coming out of their dens and they're like, knock it off, hands off my cubs, get away from me, I'm free. And uh, this, I think, was the story for Levana Loma. She is the founder of ForOurRights.org. She founded it last year, so in May of 2020. And this woman is fierce and she is fighting for freedom 
in the beautiful state of Hawaii. Levana, it is a real pleasure to have you. Welcome to the show. Hi, Heidi. Thank you so much for having me on. I just want to say thank you for everything that you do. I love your show. And it's so great to know that we have somebody running for Congress who has a heart and a brain and, uh, you know, stands for freedom in our country. So, um, yeah, thank you for having thank me Thank you. On. Well, you know, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be so hard. Right. It certainly shouldn't. And, um, yeah, so, um, as you, as you mentioned, you know, I started, um, we started for our rights back in May after, um, you know, the COVID debacle began. And, um, you know, I had uh, just started with a new career as a hairstylist um, after coming out of a time in my life that, you know, was not not very good. And I was in a kind of a dark place in my life. And I really, you know, turned my life around, though, and found God and, and got out of, you know, a drug addiction and stuff. And a lot of people don't know my entire story, but, you know, this is part of who I am. And it's part of what my fight is all about is that you know, is that I had found a new place in my life and, and I had just become an um, apprentice. Um, actually, I had just gotten through my apprenticeship to become a hairstylist. And I was actually at the top of my game. I was number one in sales in the district for Hawaii um, at Supercuts, actually. And really just, you know, at, you know, just really had a great thing going and really getting my life on track. And, uh, you know, and then all of a sudden they told us we couldn't work anymore. They were shutting down the salon for, you know, this extended period of time because salons are just so dangerous. And uh, it it led me to realize that there was something that I had to do. Um, and I am a single mom. I mean, I do have help from her dad that has, you know, part uh, custody and we share a responsibility. But, um, you know, my daughter is 10 and they were telling us we had to put her in a mask to go to school. And I just said, no, we are not going to do this. We're not going to we're not going to sit back and allow our government to tell us, you know, that I don't get to work, you know, that my daughter needs to be masked in order to get, you know, suffocated in order to get an education. And, uh, you know, I knew that 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 action was needed. And so um, I was fortunate to come together with some other people who, you know, were really helpful in getting everything off of the ground and it just kind of took off from that. And, uh, I've continued to, you know, build this organization as a, um, a, a resource for people to, um, you know, get access to whether it be legal documents, um, just, you know, understanding their rights, teaching people about constitutional rights and how to, you know, how to talk to these people that are trying to infringe on their liberties and encourage them, you know, to be empowered, to stand up against all of this and, uh, declare, you know, their sovereign right to breathe and their, their right to actually, you know, to go to work and earn a, um, a living so they can support their family. And, uh, you know, and now we're moving into this place where it's just so bad here in Hawaii. Um, I mean, we really, we are really living under some serious tyranny where we have our um, uh, house represent, um, sorry, our speaker of the house trying to introduce a bill that will uh, call for a health pass so that people cannot you know, enter into restaurants or uh, clubs or gyms or whatever, or even stores in general without proof that they have taken this experimental drug into their bodies. And we even have, you know, employers uh, that all county and state workers, our governor has said, all of them have to get this thing as well. And they're making it very difficult to even get exemptions. And even if you do, they want you to get tested weekly and at your own expense. And um, yeah, so the people here are really up in arms right now. And uh, we're just seeing no end to this tyranny. We've got them talking about implementing curfews because 
the case counts keep rising and of course it's the the people that are that are um refusing this thing we're the ones it's our fault of course right yeah so so we have uh we have been um you know on the front lines just really um pushing back against this and brought a lot of um lawsuits actually there's been several lawsuits that we've filed so far we have some pending right now and uh, we're actually working on bringing another lawsuit um, as the hawaii chapter of make americans free again we are teamed up with pam popper dr pam popper with make americans free again and so we've taken on um the uh title as the hawaii chapter of her movement and so we're in, in contact with um thomas renz who is going to help us in our legal endeavors, he uh, he's also going to help me with um, fighting against uh, criminal charges, criminal charges that I've managed to, um, <laughs> to to get on top of my head on, on all of this, too. But it was something that had to be done. Well, it's interesting to me to know. I, I'm curious to know uh, when you when, you know, you talk about what's happening in Hawaii and it really is criminal. I mean, it's criminal what's happening there to the citizens who are free. We have a government in office, you know, right now, the Biden administration and these criminal uh, governors, you know, right here in the state of Washington, we have a terrible governor. There's a terrible governor who's facing a recall now in the state of California. We're watching the difference between the free states like Florida and Texas and we're and the the massive difference that it's having on the people and the people are discouraged. And I, I'm curious if you have seen that. What we are seeing out here is depression skyrocketing, people getting on um, anti-depression and anti-anxiety medications. We're watching people lose their jobs. They're afraid that they're they're going to be fired because they don't get this experimental mRNA vaccine. And again, you know, I don't care if, if you want to get the shot. Great. But don't you dare tell me I have to get it. And so I think people are I think people are starting to stand up. I mean, that's certainly your story. Do you feel like the there's a shift happening? Oh yeah, most definitely. Um and yeah, the the pressure has really doubled. You know, they they our government, our governor, our lieutenant governor, I mean, they've been caught in so many lies. Um our lieutenant governor himself, he actually contracted COVID a while back and shortly after that, he made a statement that he had thought he might get the vaccine, but that now that he has gotten it, he knows that he has natural immunity and would not be getting it. And then fast forward several months later, and now all of a sudden, everybody has to get this thing. It's the only way out. You know, it doesn't matter if you've had it before. So, I mean, this is the kind of stuff, you know, the lies. And I think that people are finally starting to see that. They're, they're, they are starting to really come to their senses and say, hey, wait a minute, a lot of this doesn't make sense. All of a sudden, my high school student athlete is being told that he can't play uh, football unless he gets this uh, experimental shot by the end of September. And and they're like, you know, that that's I think, you know, sports are actually really big in Hawaii. And that's probably a big part of it, you know, that people are saying, well, wait a minute. You know, if this thing is so safe and effective, then the people should want to get it on their own. They wouldn't need to be coerced and bribed and, and threatened, you know, to, to not be able to play sports or work if they, and, you know, and whatever happened to freedom of choice, that's the bottom line is, you know, it's a, whatever happened to my body, my choice, where, where are all those people, you know? They're hypocrites. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. So I, I, I think you're right though, that the people are, are finally Kind of coming together, rising up, um, you know, and that's something that we've done is really try to help a lot of people with um, getting religious exemptions. Um, but on top of that, trying to um, really help them to stand up for their right to not be subjected to this weekly testing, 
because you know that's the that's the heart of the problem as long as the people keep participating in this um this testing campaign it's it's good we're gonna keep seeing positive results and we're gonna keep the case count going and it's just gonna keep perpetuating this system of control and it's like when does it end when does it end you know we're never gonna get to zero we're never gonna get to zero so i don't really yeah i don't really understand you know the reasoning on all of it it's, it's, yeah, it's that's crazy. exactly right. And mm-hmm. and really, uh, we're talking about a virus with a 99.89% survival rate, right? And so most of the people that listen to my show know I've already had the Rona. You know, uh, I was down for about two weeks with it. It wasn't any fun. But I'll tell you right now that if I had lived in any, if I had contracted the same type of illness in any other uh, year, in 2018 or 2019, uh, I would have said, oh, shoot, I have some sort of a respiratory flu, and I would have made myself some chicken soup and gone to bed for two weeks like we do when we battle the flu. And I hate to break it to people, but COVID is here to stay. It is a virus that will continue to mutate just like the flu mutates from year to year to year. And we're watching our municipal governments and our state governments take our freedoms away from us. And if the if the people don't stand up against this and start running for running for positions of authority who actually value our freedom, uh, we're going to be in trouble. I've got a question for you. Did you hear uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger last week? Um, actually, I did not. You probably did hear it. So Arnold Schwarzenegger on a you know a rant that went viral online was talking about how you know we just have to everyone needs to do our part. You know this is a guy from the communist country basically of Austria, right? So he doesn't share our value system which we learned very abruptly the other day when he said, you know, get the vaccine and wear your mask. And I keep hearing people talking about your freedom. And then he actually said, screw your freedom. And imagine Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, in his Terminator voice, telling the American people to screw their freedom. What is going on? Yeah, I know. Exactly. That's where we are at. We're at a place where, um, you know, these people want to just say that, we have, you know, we don't have any rights anymore due to COVID. Everything is due to COVID, you know? I mean, our government offices here in Hawaii, I don't, I don't know if people even know this, but um, our governor has suspended laws that, you know, that, that would allow for public input on things, um, to allow for the public to be able to enter into government buildings. You know, the best thing we've ever had is the ability to maybe testify um, on, you know, legislative bills and things like that, or with our Board of Education only through Zoom. And this has continued for 18 months. And um, and just this concept that, you know, due to the fact that there is a so-called emergency, you don't have constitutional rights anymore. And they really they really want to just keep pushing that. And, uh, you know, where where do we draw the line? When do we you know, when do we recognize that, you know, we are living in a dictatorship? And as long as the way that they're trying to make it seem is that as long as there's a state of emergency, the governor has the authority to to decide that there's a state of emergency and declare, you know, that he gets to have all the power to decide what's going on indefinitely. And it's really, it's really mind blowing that, uh, you know, that, our, that anyone in our government is going to try to maintain that, that narrative. It, it, it's obviously a violation of a separation of powers. And the longer it goes on, the more apparent that becomes. So, uh, so that is, yeah, that is one of our lawsuits pending right now in a state court is that we are arguing that, um, you know, that there is a provision in our Hawaii state law that allows for only a 60-day time uh, time limit. There's an automatic expiration on any emergency declaration after 60 days, and it's clearly written that way. And yet they want to um, try to twist the words around to claim that uh, that he can extend it 
through supplemental proclamation, basically, as long as he wants. And um, so our arguments are pretty solid against that, though, because it does violate our Hawaii state constitution and the national constitution when it comes to the idea of the separation of powers and, you know, that there needs to be some kind of legislative oversight. We can't just allow allow this to continue on it, you know, forever and ever, as long as he wants to say there's an emergency. Yeah, that's exactly right. And you've noted, I'm I'm at your website. I hope everybody checks it out, forourrights.org. Really, really fantastic website. It's full of resources, legal actions, ways that people can uh, donate to what you guys are doing. And you guys are really, I mean, you're really at the tip of the spear there in Hawaii because what's happening now with this so-called new normal is they're conditioning us to accept the idea that safety is more important than liberty. And I've been saying, you know, uh, now that we've had uh, Father Fauci and the Branch Covidians, they really have turned this virus into some sort of a religion and everybody's supposed to bow down at the idol of safism. And we're giving up our freedom and I'm shocked that people are willing to do it. Talk to the people who are listening to this right now who are, they're ready to do something. So, you know, we, we can talk about all day long. We can talk about what's going on and what's happening in the news and how we're losing our freedoms. But at the end of the day, people need instruction. How can people, you know, ordinary people like you and me who are listening to this today and they, they're watching their freedoms being taken away from them one emergency order at a time, one lockdown at a time, one ridiculous mandate at a time. What can people do to stand up right where they are and take back their liberty? Yeah, I would say at this point, you guys, like the most important thing is a massive noncompliance. It is time for us to just say, we are not going to play these COVID games anymore. We are not going to abide by your rules and mandates. And, you know, and the thing is, we have to remember that no governor's order, rule, mandate or directive is the law. Okay, so, you know, that's that's the bottom line. The law of the land is our, you know, the Constitution. Anything that violates the principles of our Constitution is automatically null and void. And it's really about us getting ourselves educated and being willing to stand up and say, no, I have rights. I, you know, I have God given rights that were granted to me by my creator. It's not a gift from government. And I'm going to stand in that. And um, and ultimately, you know, just refusing to comply and um, and really just coming together as a community, finding the people in your community that are like minded, that are willing to stand with you and gathering in mass, whether we need to go to our children's schools together and, you know, demand they get these masks off our kids. Um, ultimately, though, we're really heading in a, in, in a place where we need to just pull these kids out of the public school system, get them out of these indoctrination camps and start, you know, teaching our children the truth ourselves. And uh, I know you're a homeschooler and. That's something that we definitely promote also. And uh, Pam Popper also has um, really great resources for people who join the movement. And so we're, you know, we're always encouraging people to do, uh, to put in their name to become part of that database of members, because as we continue to grow those numbers, you know, the more people we have in that database, we can use that as leverage with politicians to say, hey, you know, you guys need to listen to what we want. Otherwise, we're going to vote you out. And uh, yeah, and so members of Make Americans Free Again can get, you know, special attention on, you know, the, the process of learning how to homeschool their kids and really just being able to find meetings with groups of people in your area that are going to be able to help you and support you. And, you know, and again, power in numbers. That's that's the thing. That's probably one of the most important things we can do is just really get connected and, you know, come together 
in civil disobedience um, against any mandate that violates our God-given rights. And remember, you know, that, that, we, that we have a right to, to breathe and to live free and, you know, to pursue a life of happiness because that's what God, you know, gave us. And, uh, yeah, and, and, and just to say again, like, um, you know, I, I kind of mentioned at the beginning about my story of where I came out of a dark place, and I just really want to kind of throw that into all of this is that, for me, you know, um, part of the reason why this fight is so important to me is because coming out of that, you know, I really, I really found God. I really found my purpose in life, and I really understood, you know, that this really, this world really is, you know, uh, Satan's world, and that, um, that what we're experiencing right now is absolutely spiritual warfare. This is a battle, you know, over good and evil, God and Satan, and it's. Yeah, so it's become so clear to me, and I just really feel, you know, that my experience, because it brought me to such a dark place where I almost, I should have actually probably been dead, you know, and, but I got that second chance to actually make something of my life and do something, and I just, I just felt, you know, like, I know, I just know in my heart that God chose me for this path, God chose me, you know, to do this work, and that I'm here, you know, because that's, this is this is the most important battle of of our lifetimes. I just know that, and uh, we really are in those days where you know we're at the we're at a, a turning point. It's like they they literally are trying to just completely remove God and our connection to you know to that higher source of power in all of this. Remove God from the schools and and remove our connection to humanity so that we can just become this you know robotic cyborg you know, race of, uh, slave, slave people for, for the elites, I guess it's, it's crazy, but, um, this is what we're facing. And, uh, it's so important, you know, to really understand that. Well, I think and, parents you know, have forgotten. I think parents have forgotten and citizens too, that it takes an active citizenry. So we are a government of the people, by the people and for the people. And that in, implies that the people are an active part of the government, except for we haven't been. We haven't been for decades and decades and decades, and we've been sending these people to Washington, D.C. and to our state houses to represent us. And what we have learned now in the last 15 months is a very, very stark lesson in what happens when we are not actively engaged in the process because the Democrats and the radical left in this country have been stacking our school boards. They've been stacking the courts. They've been stacking uh, the government seats here in Washington state. We have a Democrat supermajority and uh, and a governor who is a tyrant and the people need to stand up. And I think you're absolutely right. You know, I said a long time ago, take that filthy face diaper off of your face and say, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not sick. I'm not going to let you treat me this way. And if the business owners, and this is a a shout out to the business owners also, you're going to have to get courageous because what I hear over and over again is, oh, well, if I, uh, if I don't enforce the mask mandate, then they're going to come in and they're going to shut my business down. Let them. Let them shut your business down. Let them, let them, let them, let them walk the plank. Like if that, if that's what's going to happen, schools too. I I was talking to a a school employee the other day and she was saying that the schools are being forced now to reinstate this ridiculous mask mandate. It's so hard on our children. It's not healthy. And I said, don't do it. Don't comply. And she said, well, they'll pull federal funding. I said, let them do it. I mean, if we're going to, if we're going to play the game, let's actually play the game. And what's happening is we're, we're just being pushed around. 
and it's just, I've never seen anything like it. I never realized how easily we scared we are. It's very easy to scare someone, very hard to unscare them. And I love what you guys are doing because you've got resources. You're, you're showing people how to be free and how to behave like free people. Where can people find you online? Yeah. So um, go to our website. It's fourhourrights.org. Um, I'm also on uh, Facebook. Uh, I have a page for our rights Kauai, um, or you can find me Levon Aloma on Facebook, um, Instagram as well for our rights Kauai. And uh, I put out a lot of content there. And um, but the website is where it's at. You're going to find all of the resources that you need um, to to stand up against this. Um, I just wanted to, um, you know, mention uh, real quick about also, uh, you know, helping people to stand up against uh, mandates, including mandatory quarantine. And that's one of the biggest things that um, I'm facing right now. I mentioned earlier is that I have criminal charges, and that is because I knew that I had a right as an American who, you know, no one's proven that I'm actually sick, you know, um, that I have a right to freely travel without being subjected to quarantines and testing and all of that. And you know, and I, I challenged them at the airport and uh, I put the, there was an officer there. I mean, they, they have, you know, National Guard, 15 National Guards, officers at the airport, you know, ready to tell you, you have to agree to, you know, to quarantine yourself. And, um, you know, and, and, and I, I, I put him in his position where I was going to serve him a notice of liability for violating my constitutional rights. And, uh, and I wound up being able to get through the airport without signing and agreeing to any quarantine. But, uh, you know, the, Hawaiian, the the government here, they, they caught wind of that and they thought, well, we can't just let her get away with that. And they wound up arresting me for, you know, for disobeying the governor or mayor's orders. And uh, so that's my next big, uh, you know, legal battle ahead of me right now that we're, we're working on um, with uh, Thomas Renz, which is so great because he's done a lot of great legal work um, across this, uh, the nation. And uh, I really feel, you know, blessed to be connected with him. And, and we are going for all the discovery. We are going to try to get all of that, you know, data out of the state that would, you know, kind of force their hand. They have to try to, they're going to have to prove that I'm actually a criminal, that their, you know, rules and regulations actually make sense based on scientific data. And uh, so we're, we're really hopeful that this could be an opportunity to, to you know, make this house of cards fall down. Can you even believe we're talking about this in the United States of America? It's crazy to me that we're even having a conversation like this. Yes, exactly. No, I know. And that's the whole thing is that, you know, there's, there's laws in place in every state in America that protects people's rights to due process. And these are laws that are, you know, when it comes to quarantine, there has to actually be a medical evaluation. There has to actually be a court order where, you know, a judge approves that, that this person needs to be quarantined because we can see they're carrying a communicable disease. You actually get a right to contest any such order in a court of law. All of that completely out the window. All of our rights to due process just completely thrown out. And they're just going to claim we're a threat to public health just because we exist. And that's the whole thing with this asymptomatic carrier idea is that it strips us of our right to due process. And, That's uh, right. And it's yeah. not, and we, quarantines are for sick people. This is not quarantine. This is house arrest. And when you start talking about it, uh, the way that it is, you know, I, I won't, I won't uh, put that, that face mask on, you know, I've been calling it a face diaper for a long time, but, uh, I'll tell you, you know, for, for me to watch the number of people in my state 
who have been scared again by the mainstream media that I'm seeing more and more people in masks again, people afraid of getting, we're afraid of a virus with a 99.89% survival rate. And I'm saying, where is the common sense? The flu, like if you, if you want to talk about what we should be afraid of for children, our children are more likely to die from the flu than they are from COVID. They're more likely to get hit by an asteroid. So it, this this is just, it's madness. These are people that are taking absolute advantage of uh, of COVID. And they, I think, have been planning this for a long time. And we're watching them strip our liberties from us. And I am so grateful for you and other people like you for standing up for freedom and for being willing to do the hard thing because it's scary. But there are some things that are worth getting arrested for. There are some things that are worth fighting for. And freedom is definitely one of those things. Levana Loma, thank you so much for coming on the show. It has just been an absolute pleasure to have you here. And again, people can find you correct at forourrights.org. Yes, that is correct. Thank you so much, Heidi. I really appreciate the opportunity. And yeah, let's let's work together to to make sense common again. <laughs> That's not my new hashtag, make sense common again. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Levon Aloma, you are a national treasure. Thank you so much for coming on the show. For more information, you guys can go to the show notes today. I will link back to all things for our rights.org, including the social media profiles where you can find Levana and follow her work. And we're going to encourage you to do exactly what Levana is doing. Get off the bench, get onto the battlefield. There's no time to lose. This nation is worth fighting for and freedom is worth defending. Thanks for listening today, everybody. And I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at momstronginternational.com.